Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, hello. I am so excited today to be having a quickie episode on change. So this whole episode, Stacey Millard here, Fractional CFO. More importantly, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, I think with my entrepreneur brain way more than I think with my finance brain. And I was thinking about change in business. And it really related to myself this week on thinking through how AI is changing things. This is not an episode on how to utilize AI, just more so an episode on how we look at change within our business, how we how we internally and externally process that and how we react to it. And I think it is so interesting when we see change happen to, let's say like AI comes out and all of a sudden chat GPT is like blowing up the world and all these different AIs, in fact, like ones that make graphics and PowerPoints and yesterday I converted a PDF to an Excel spreadsheet and it worked perfectly. And these things are happening faster and faster. But I also think of changes like an Instagram algorithm changing or a TikTok algorithm changing and how change often feels like it disrupts business. And the interesting part is from the outside, I watch people and I watch how they fight it and I can see the marketing messages. So I see people in industries, for example, like copywriting, where now AI can like write your captions for Instagram. And I'm looking at it like a small business owner and I see somebody who's in the business of copywriting, in the business of writing something for somebody. And I see one company who offers this, who's like, yeah, but chat GPT will never make it personal enough for you. And like, they're kind of like fighting it. And then I see another business who is like, hey, let me show you how to use this. And maybe even a third business who's like, okay, you don't know how to use it and you're not interested in learning how to use it, but I'm going to learn how to use it. And then I can offer the exact same service to you that I used to do at a fraction of the price. So maybe I'm not charging as much per client, but I'm not seeing that as a risk because now I'm going to have a competitive advantage on my pricing and I'm still going to be fine in business and everybody's approaching it differently. But what I can guarantee to you is the person who is fighting it I have never seen win. And in my own industry, back in the day as an accountant, I used to watch accountants never did bookkeeping. They almost thought of it as like grunt work. It was like, you know, like the peasant work, like we don't do that. And I approached things very differently. I looked at like, how can I really be helpful to people? How can I help them have a successful business? Because if I can do that, that's their goal. And if I can do that, they will be loyal to me, I'm loyal to them. And it's a great relationship. And instead, there was a lot of like gatekeeping in my industry a lot of like, we know a lot of complicated tax advice, you don't know it. And 
it created, I watched people leave the accounting firms that were like fighting that, right, to come to places that were like, hey, we'll do the bookkeeping and accepted that change. And now more and more often, we're seeing people with like a fractional CFO be able to provide that advice. And I watched those accounting firms yet again, who didn't want to do that level of work you know, they're losing clients and they're in some sense like failing because they've failed to adapt to change. So here's one of the things that I think is really important. Number one, we are wasting our time if we are fighting change. Number two, we need to decipher which changes to hop on. Okay. I remember I never was on Clubhouse, but I remember a for a little while people were on Clubhouse. I remember for a while, I don't know what Instagram threads is doing, heard a ton on there for like the first day that people were on there. And now I think it's a month later when I'm recording this. And I personally don't see a lot going on in threads. And so it's interesting, we have to be able to decipher what change we hop on what changes for us and what change isn't right. This comes back to though, knowing your business model, and knowing your customers and being able to decipher what it is they're looking for, and how that change might affect them, right? So if you're, you know, a business coach, are your people on, are your people on Clubhouse, right? For Instagram, when we came, when they came out with reels, and they moved to video, understanding like, are my clients like if I, you know, ran a kid's clothing shop, are my clients going to be engaging with a social media post? Or are they going to find that entertaining? Are they going to watch want to watch that from me? And if not, like, how do I get their attention instead? But we're identifying if the change is for us. Hey, it's Stacy here. And I have some exciting news that's going to make such a huge impact on your business journey. I created a guidebook called the profit playbook. And it's game changing just for entrepreneurs like you and me. I'm incredibly passionate about doing only things that move the needle. And I poured only the most impactful and highly implementable tools, tips and strategies into this guide for you. You better believe I took the 15 years of experience that I have working with thousands of business owners, as well as my own seven figure success story, and I'm making it all available to you. We're going to dive in and explore why profit is truly the key that unlocks business success. You'll understand the levers that can drive more profit to the bottom line while still keeping your heart led vision intact. And then I provide you 30 incredible ways to boost profit in your business. Imagine the possibilities. The best part is the it's completely free. Seriously, it's on me. I genuinely want to see you succeed. And this playbook is my way of lending a helping hand. Head over to the link in the show notes to grab your free copy of the profit playbook. And let's start that journey toward greater profitability together. I believe we can have income and an impact and live a life we love in our business. And I'm here to support you every step of the way. The other piece behind that is also understanding like where the opportunity is within that change. So I don't think that we should have a continuously changing product suite. I don't think that we should have a continuously changing offering. I mean, if you run a clothing store, obviously things change every season. So that's a little different. But overall, your business's strategy, I think has to be fairly consistent. Like if you own a plumbing company, people want to know what they can get from you, right? Like they want a very consistent service. So they know what to go to you for. And if you're changing things all the time, like one minute, you're a high end boutique. And the next minute, you're like, the least expensive, like, you know, buy 17 pairs of leggings for the price of one. 
people aren't going to know what to come to you for. So you have to remain consistent enough. But also, there is an opportunity sometimes in change to be at the front of the pack, right? To adapt quickly and say, hey, we've identified this is going to be important in our business. We can teach you how to do that across the board, or we can teach you how to do that in yours as well. Or new technologies, for example, I watch new technologies in the self-care industry happen all the time. So maybe something that you used to go into an office for now they have a do it at home that's a lot less expensive. Well, there's an opportunity in that to be like, well, we've always been the place that you do it in office, but maybe you're adapting quickly to be like, we're also offering, you know, this other option if you're the DIY kind of person and you adapt quickly where other people in your industry are like fighting it. They're like, no, this isn't okay. Like you can't do this. Actually, Interestingly enough, in the skincare industry, I've heard of this happening recently where some of the like higher end skincare providers, you only ever used to be able to get the products through an esthetician. So estheticians had that advantage where they could sell these high end, highly, I hope that they work better than maybe a drugstore brand, and they would sell that. And now those products are actually being made available mainstream. So you don't have to work through an esthetician anymore. And the estheticians are kind of mad and they're like throwing my understanding. Okay. Like maybe this isn't everybody, but like in general, they're kind of like upset about this. And I understand being upset, but like being in that moment and fighting it is not serving you right? Like, what are your chances? This is with everything. How do you assess like, what is worth your time and what is not? Do you think you're going to get them to reverse their decision? If you do, it's going to take like an entire uproar, which takes a lot of time and a lot of coordinated energy. So I personally, even though I if I was an esthetician, I might be upset about it, I would look and be like, that is not cool. That sucks. But also like, I'm going to take a moment and, you know, be frustrated that I'm like, I had that part of my business down and it was going so well. And now it's like, God, this is frustrating. And then also be like, okay, moving on because that's out of my control. So what am I going to do about it? Where is the opportunity here? And I think that is what a lot of us are missing in small business. Actually saw this so many times with government implementations, not just in the pandemic, I actually saw this many years prior, where we had some natural disasters in our area. And we're like looking at people and we're like, government, why aren't you doing something about this? And like, you know, how come nobody's helping? And I'm like, we need to stop relying on other people for help. Like, yes, they should. I don't disagree with you. But how much energy are you wasting on this? Because I don't think they're going to change. And if you were like to put yourself in the government shoes, it's like, you know, you've got all these people to keep safe and then you've got businesses to keep alive. But which are you going to choose? Probably keeping the people safe, right? Like you got thousands of people to keep safe. So you're going to be focused there. So if I'm a business owner, I'm like, well, I wish they'd pay attention to me. I could use their help. But at the same time, I understand like that's not happening. So how can I be responsible for myself then? What can I do? to, you know, make the best of this situation. And that is where I think we are getting stuck. So the entire moral of this episode is we need to start embracing change. If I had a red flag of where I think businesses often kind of fail or hit a struggle point, it is when we do not adapt to change. It is when we are looking at things and hoping that they stay the same. Because 
my thinking used to be like, I wish I could just figure this out. And I would almost not consciously, but unconsciously assume that once I figured it out, it was just going to be like that forever. Like it was just going to be smooth sailing. But the one thing that is guaranteed in life is that things are going to change. So when you can come at them with like, just a breath of fresh air, instead of like fear or gripping onto this, or like, I need to figure this out, uh, just a level of like, I know that there's change. I'm constantly going to be changing and improving, finding how I can do things better. I'm going to make the best of every situation, but come at it from like a really grounded standpoint and be, you know, sort of flexible to those changing winds. You will do so much better, but also not just like financially better, not just success better, but you will enjoy the process so much more. And I think that is the key to any level of success, any level of personal or business fulfillment is how much we can enjoy the process. So change is guaranteed. We need to learn to enjoy the process. And if you are the person who is fighting change, I really want to raise the flag for you and wave it and highly suggest that you come back to how can I roll with this instead of focusing your energy on fighting it. Let's go with it. How can we see this as an opportunity and how can we seize that opportunity to help more people and maybe further our business? And that's what I'm going to leave you with. If you're in the middle of change, you're feeling uncertain, reach out. I love chatting with people. Instagram's the easiest way to do that. We'll send some voice notes back and forth. I would love to hear about your business, how you're adapting, and some of your success stories. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.